Now you're listening to Lights, Camera, Whatever by Ray. Okay, we are back for episode three. I know you miss me. You don't have to tell me. I just know. I had a feeling. Now, we got a couple interesting topics today. Very, very interesting. More than a couple. So we're just going to jump into it. So we're still on the drama at the moment. So last week we talked about episode uh, three and four, right? Today we're going to talk about season one, episode five and season one, episode six. Let's do it. Episode five. Hmm. Interesting. The perfect dodgeball game. The perfect dodgeball game. So you know what I'm going to do, and I don't spoil. I'm just going to read the description. When Chow Hao discovers his new intern is homeless, he offers him a place to stay. As they share the same roof, their bond quickly gets complicated. Hmm. Sounds juicy. So Everyone, you know, this is kind of in the LGBTQ concept, so it's okay. We can jump into it. We don't need to run away from it. The first point I want to talk about is coming out of the IKEA closet. Oh, you're like, why IKEA, right? So coming out of the IKEA closet. So in the show, someone is coming out of the closet. Now, why I say IKEA closet is because when you are coming out of the closet, are you coming out of the closet because of self-will or are you coming out of the closet because it's a fashion? It's a trend. Either way you come out, you're coming out. But when I say Ikea closet, are you doing it just to join the wave? Or are you genuinely coming out of the closet? Or are you being forced out of the closet? So are you coming out of the Ikea closet means that are you doing it from the natural wheel? Or is it kind of you're being coerced or pushed to do it? Because if you are, that's not right. You should do it because you naturally feel this is a direction that I want to take. This is what you want to do. So it's coming out of the Ikea closet, fashion, trend. If it's not organically motivated or you're not propelling yourself to do it by yourself, then you're being forced to do it because you feel like, hey, I want attention. This is not right. You should only follow your heart coming out of the closet, the Ikea closet. Now, the second point is it's dodgeball like life. Are you ducking or are you throwing? And this aspect is quite interesting because in the game of dodgeball, right, we all play dodgeball, especially for the foreign listeners. I know in America, everybody's probably played dodgeball. Basically, you throw the ball and your job is not to get hit. And if you're on defense, your job is to catch the ball. But isn't that kind of simply the same rules of life? You're throwing the ball to hit the target. You're aiming your life in a certain direction to hit the target. But sometimes we can't determine the outcome of what happens to us. It's a fate. There's a new word. It's called a mercury retrograde. It's going to happen regardless. It's going to come our way. Then we get on the defensive side, right, where it says we are dodging the ball. The game is called dodgeball. So how many times in life have you dodged the ball? And how many times in life have you been hit by the ball? And is this a good analogy to have? Is dodgeball similar to life? So in the show, remember, we don't spoil it. The concept is that are you dodging are you, or are you throwing? Are you ducking out of the way? Because if you're dodging now, I, OK, let me let me let me step to a simple, simple 
moment of science here. I think life is basically two directions. Either you're pushing or you're pulling. Sorry, let me rephrase. Either you're being pushed or you're pulling. If you're pulling away, right, you're pulling the direction, that means you kind of know where you're going. You know the trajectory of where you're going. But if you're being pushed, sometimes it's good because you need a push in life. You need a kick. You need a nudge. But if you're getting pushed all the time, that means basically you don't know where you're going and life itself, society itself, will determine your direction. So when you're thinking about the game of dodgeball, or if you're playing a game or, or you're watching it, just think about yourself. Are you the one throwing the ball, controlling the game, having your competitor in fear? Competitor could be another coworker, another handsome guy, another beautiful woman, whatever it is. Are you controlling the game? And also, how good is your aim? If you have terrible aim, oh, you, you're not going to be in this game. I'm going to catch your ball every time and you're just going to sit down. So when you're throwing the ball, think about you're throwing your objectives, your goals in the right direction. Are they going in the right direction? Now, if you're ducking, sometimes you do have to duck. Fate and destiny, right? So if it's, something's coming and it's happening, sometimes you got to duck. Sometimes you got to catch that ball with all of your might and muscle, whatever muscle you have. If you don't go to the gym, use any little muscle you got left. But you got to catch the ball, too, because if you don't catch the ball, that ball is going to hit you and you're out of the game. And in life, I don't want to be out of the game. I either want to be one of the last players. I just want to survive. So is the game of dodgeball similar to life? It's a very interesting question for you, and I hope you guys can put it in the comment section. The next one. Oh, OK. Don't be angry. Don't be angry. Are you worthy of being loved? Hmm. Are you worthy of being loved? And there's one line in the show that says it's only one of you in the universe, right? Only one of you in the universe and you should be worthy to be loved. This is a very interesting point because a lot of people get into relationships and they have, oh, this is the big E word. The E word is, it's not, I usually say ego to my students, but the big E word, the dream killer, the relationship destroyer is one big E word. And you're probably guessing it right now, but I don't want you to guess and waste your time because you're probably tired. It's called expectations. This is killing a lot of relationships, expectations, because you are expecting so much. But let's, let's, let's dive into this. How far is expectations from having ego? If you expect something, that means your ego has set a standard that is supposed to be achieved based on your standard. Think about that. If you have an expectation of another human being that, remember I said last time, you don't own anybody. You shouldn't be controlling it and you shouldn't even be trying to control anyone. But the moment you have expectations, you're actually placing in front of you the ego, not the heart, not the soul. You're placing your ego in front of you. So are you worthy of being loved? That's a very interesting question. So if you are worthy of being loved, the question is, who sets the standard for what does it mean to be worthy? But we're not going to go that far. But think about yourself. When you say worthy to be loved, right, in this life, there's lots of people. There's a billion people on earth, but who knows where you're going to meet your soulmate. But when you do meet your soulmate, 
when you actually make the encounter to run across and have the potential to meet your soulmate, are you in a position to be loved? Are you in a position to be fixed? So this is a question you have to ask yourself because a lot of people are expecting people to fix them and to heal them and to have them in a situation and say, hey, my life is terrible. Somebody save me, save me. But oh, by the way, take care of my emotions. Take care of my, in English, we call it baggage, right? This is for the, this is for the Taiwanese listeners. We call it baggage, right? You got some, you're bringing some stuff out of the closet. We talked about getting out of the closet, but this is different. You, you're bringing some skeletons out of the closet. You have a past, but you expect the new partner, the new soulmate, you, you thought you were worthy, but actually you're not because you're expecting so much from an individual who has no idea who you are. Yes, you had a couple of nights together, you had a couple of drinks together, whatever. But do you really truly know the person? And do you really, really want to be with this person? Or are they just filling the void? If they're just filling the gap, this relationship is not gonna last. And we have to go back to the first question. Are you worthy? Yes, we have past, we have things, we have ghosts, we have skeletons in our closet, everybody, nobody's clean. Everybody has a little bit of dirt. But if your dirt is not that dramatic, you should be worthy to love, as long as you communicate what happened in the past, and as long as you're very clear and transparent about what this relationship is. Are you worthy? That's a key question you gotta, and, and you're probably looking like, yeah, but okay, I don't wanna talk about it, but you know, it's the truth. Guys, we got to get away from that. Don't procrastinate. Procrastinate for my Taiwanese listeners. A very simple explanation. You know you got to do it. You should be doing it. It should have been done. And you're still not doing it. That is procrastination. Super easy, right? Now, that is, are you worthy of being loved? This is different because, I, like I said, we don't want to spoil. Revenge or communication, right? Revenge or communication. This is very critical. If... You love someone and they're not, you know, you like someone. You're not with them together. But are you going to be angry at this person because they don't love you? And, and what are you going to do to get their attention? Right? If they don't look at you, if they don't think you're worthy, then what? This is a key question, right? So is it, are you going to revenge by being angry with them or being a jerk or being a loser? Or are you going to try to communicate with them to try? Because maybe they don't know you're the one. Maybe they don't know. But you haven't presented yourself in the right manner, right? So revenge or communication. Are you just going to be angry at this person? You can't force people to like you. And you can't be angry at people for not liking you. They don't even know who you are, right? Maybe their standard is not what you want to be, right? So that's revenge or communication. And it says, would you have a fake marriage to impress your parent? Now, we don't spoil. There are a couple scenes about this. Like I said, we don't spoil it. But would you have a fake marriage? to impress your parents, just to get them to be quiet? Because we know how it is. Hey, where are my grandkids? I, you know, you're supposed to have grandkids. I can't find them. Because parents, our parents, if you're my age, you probably got parents who are sitting around, retired, bored. They want to have some grandkids. Some grandparents still have a love life. They don't want any grandkids. I respect it. But what do we do? Would you have a fake marriage? Like if you're not with someone and you basically live life to 30, 40, and there's nobody right? You're not worthy, right? Or you don't find anybody else worthy. The standards from both sides are not met. Would you have a fake marriage just to keep them quiet, but it's a lie? 
That's another question. So that's a very interesting question that you got to ask us because this is this is you know I can't spoil the show, but this is kind of one of the elements of the show. Remember, we're talking about season one, episode five, the perfect dodgeball game. The perfect dodgeball game. And remember, guys, I'm not going to introduce anything that is not in English subtitles, right? That means you can turn it on, you can watch it, learn a little bit of Chinese. There are English subtitles waiting for you. Now, first question. It's coming out of the Ikea closet, right? Are you coming out or are you just coming out because of a trend? Are you coming out because it's fashion? If you're going to come out, come out of the closet, be yourself, follow your heart. Second, right? Oh, we missed one here. Let's go. How is your stamina, right? We skipped over that one. Now, why I mentioned how is your stamina is because how long can you run this race escaping? How good is your stamina? How long can you run away from the truth? How long? How long can you run away from the truth? Is your stamina that good that you can run a marathon away from the truth? I'm sorry about that. We skipped that one, but this is the second question. So how is your stamina? Because how long can you run away from the reality? This is who, if this is what you want to be, if this is in your heart, be what you want to be. This is out to the LGBTQ community just be yourself because in the end that's who you are and if the more you deviate from who you are the worse you are going to be you are going to exacerbate your life and the quality of your life so that's a key question how good is your stamina because if you can run your entire life running speed away from reality congratulations you're amazing but you're also terrible to yourself right now we got, is dodgeball like life? Are you worthy of being loved? Are you going to get revenge or communication? And also lastly, would you have a fake marriage to impress your parents? And thank you guys for listening to that. And that will be the season one, episode five. Thank you for listening.